0: In like a few days, I didn't like reschedule it because I wasn't sure if you liked it. So glad to know that you liked it. Mm -hmm. And now our listeners get to wonder which show we're going to cover that Sophie was unsure of. Um, how's your week been? Good, how's your been? Good, good. Are you watching anything? This isn't the question of the week. I'm just curious. I saw you had an SVU
1: or break in your day. Yeah, I was watching SVU yesterday. Um, Let's see. Am I watching anything outside of that? Oh yeah. Um I watched um Tommy and Pam. Pam and tom Oh
0: yeah. I was gonna see if that was a Pamela was Anderson it? show. Yeah. I thought it was good. I'm excited for that. I saw it it came out what on I think on Friday.
1: It it's, freaks me out how much they made Lily James look like Pamela Anderson.
0: She is like a chameleon actress. Like, when yeah. I see the real her, I'm like, that's not what I thought she'd take like at all because she can like Same. fully become a character, which is yeah, weird. She's so generic. She, yeah, it's just like, it's so weird to me. It's <clears> just <throat> well, like if, the if, daughter if from Mamma like, Mia,
1: too. <laughs> I know, right? It's, I think that they spent like, like three or four hours in the chair every day getting her like in prosthetics and stuff.
0: Honestly, good for them because it did work. I
1: mean, yeah, it worked. <laughs> it's kind
0: of like how I feel about Larry David and Bernie Sanders, yes. where like they're interchangeable yes. in my head. Pamela mm-hmm. Anderson and Lily James as Pamela Anderson are going to be interchangeable. Like when people are going to talk about it, I'm going to picture
1: mm-hmm. a morphed version of them. For
0: sure. Well, that's Thank good. I mean, I told you off pod I'm watching. I've started The West Wing backup. and then yeah. I actually watched The Royal Tenenbaums this weekend. I had never seen that movie. It's a Wes. I've never seen a Wes Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. So I thought I should Because I do really like Gwyneth Paltrow And it was a mm-hmm. very interesting movie And I really liked the soundtrack Cool I don't know. Um, So the question of the week Today is if you could live Anywhere or in any time period Where would it be? Okay. Where in the world mm. and what time? I can tell you um, what, Mine would not be Russia in the 1700s But Absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> where, where
2: um,
1: yeah, it's, this is always such a tricky question because we, like, the way we cover historical eras in, like, TV and stuff are usually glamorized and also, like, sele- super selective. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, as, like, for sure. As far as, facts go
0: um (laughs) well okay then maybe like what period piece tv show would you live in because obviously there's really no time historically that's been great for like any sort (laughs) of minority group so like yeah like I don't really want to go back to like like when I watch outlander I'm always like do we have to do I mean I'm we need to embrace historically
1: accurate yes I'm not opposed
0: to seeing I do wish that it hadn't (laughs) happened as a whole
1: wish it wasn't something we had to be historical i do wish about. we would have just right. never wish, been racist wish it just didn't happen yeah um, um but i do think it's important i am I'm not like um, anti learning teaching it no, but- no 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 we're we're <laughs> we're pro, sorry, pro <laughs> learning about history down here um so which open podcast it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god okay so eras well um Every time I see um <laughs> every time I watch like grease or hairspray, mm-hmm. I like I guess hairspray specifically, I always want to be one of the kids that was like on the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. that Britney Snow is like kid the star in town. Of. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> the nicest kids in
1: town um I always want to be one of those girls Good and when they're morning, like big giant <laughs> like they're big hair and they're like big skirts and yeah. like doing their little dancey show is like so cute and um so I guess yeah if tv show wise that would be great um just for like I don't know the cheesiness of it um, I'm trying to think of even any other period dramas, but you know, when you surprise me with these questions, I just—I
0: know I like to have the I'm audience react in real time the same way Sophie does. Well, I'm of course thinking—I think I would want to do like there's a part of me that's like Mad Men would be really fine because
1: yeah
0: of the outfits, like if that was your entire—I don't want to dress like that now. I know you do, like. Yeah, fully wear stuff but I do think there would be something fun about being like a Trudy type of like female in the Mad Men world
1: yeah yeah being a wife (laughs) being a wife (laughs) you can stay at home wife sounds dope any era stay at home wife any era I feel feel like
0: anytime I watch a like movie or tv show that's set in London when like the Beatles were coming up I'm always like that would have been fun Mm. yeah I've never been to London that's why this question's hard for me because I haven't traveled really anywhere so like I've only been to Mexico and Belize and I don't think I'd want to go to either of those. Like, I don't know any TV shows up there historically.
1: Um, I mean, I would love any of the, like, you know, we love a good Renaissance, like big, like hoop skirts. Mm-hmm. I know, like a Bridgerton. Like a, uh, no, not Brid- I just fucking Bridgerton. hate Bridgerton. <laughs> I hate Bridgerton. Well, I hate that the shape of that era yeah. is not, it for me that that so really would it be like a column dresses outlander
0: era for you, like what Claire wears, um, yeah. The, what, when like Claire went two? to France, yeah, yeah. Claire season two is what you'd want
1: to do, Claire season two, but like having fucking pre-raped. nothing to do with Claire, yeah, pre <laughs> raped and kidnapped, of that. Um. She's never, there is no part in Outlander that's before she gets raped or kidnapped. It happens immediately. <laughs> in the show. I know, I think it was like episode four when I was like, I can't watch two, I mean, episode four. I she like, got I kidnapped it. immediately. It's how it opened. Basically, that, that Highlander yeah. basically kidnapped her. Um, <laughs> She was being held against her will. I mean, but it was for her own safety. She's fucking stupid. But um, <laughs> Feminist. <laughs> <laughs> Just be smarter, Claire. Um, But yeah, so what was that show with? uh it it was the one about like Catherine of Spain it was like more of a teen drama like it was it was like as if Vampire Not, Diaries was it was about yes <clears throat> that era Mary Queen of Scots same. yeah yeah I think it was all sort I think of it was more time yeah, zone I can see that yeah I
0: feel but like the all- thing
1: is the the hook is you have to be literally a royal person yes, for no. any era to have been manageable like in the court or um something like that because those were the people living it up everyone well, else was a surf
0: it's so funny because all of the U.S. shows that I can think of that were not set in that were set in historic times or all, cause it's a, we don't have as much of history. You know what I mean? Like we can't, right. go no, our back. history, our history is not that long. <laughs> not so it's like, literally like, <clears throat> I wouldn't want to live through a revolution. Like I've never, it's not like I watched no. Hamilton and was like, I want to live in Hamilton. No. no, no. no. And then it's no. like, I feel like next up <laughs> okay. after that, it's like band of brothers or like the plot against America. And it's like world war II does doesn't seem great. And then it's like mad men, which I guess would be fun, but still not really as a woman. So I feel like the States in terms of producing historical dramas because our history is so bleak it's not there's no fun like rich people party like i guess the great gatsby for like the 20s yeah i don't like, like the, the 20s great Spassion. depression
1: <laughs> <laughs> right right, right. Like, you know you're headed straight for that
0: and i do know oh. dear listener that we're conflating i'm conflating real events with fictional events and this question's flip-flopped to fit mean
1: it's part of the problem but like i can't Cause like, obviously
0: today we're covering the great and like, if I could live in their little compound sorority, I would do that. But then you realize they're all, the monarchies are all like tyrants in these olden times. Oh yeah, that's bad. Um, Would you, I've never seen this show, so I have no clue if the answer is going to be an obvious yes or an obvious no, but like, what about like call the midwife?
1: Uh, I definitely do not want to be in London oh yeah because like we've seen Peaky Blinders it's just fucking cobblestone everywhere it's always like Like, dark it's like they didn't build England to like have any green yeah like it makes no fucking sense it's like the most dreary ass looking place and granted I haven't been in a long time I know it's not the same as it used to be but in in the period dramas about England it's really depressing.
0: <laughs> I know. I just have like romanticized and, London like, so much.
1: Everywhere, I don't know. It just. Well, I Sophie, would not go back to Peaky binders era either.
0: Sophie, we all know that if you could do something fictional, it would be pick up smoking with no physical repercussions. Oh my
1: god! Yes. No one's Superpower. ever. I think about with no repercussions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to not smell like it and not have lung cancer what a dream or like no other physical dream. thing yeah no
1: nicotine just like evaporates, evaporates. <laughs> yeah it doesn't go anywhere
0: we would do like the cigarettes they use on like sex in the city or like any of the tv shows <laughs> like that are just like the herbal cigarettes. I always think about Honestly, that, I should it. <laughs> that tweet that I sent you that they were going to start putting smoking kills on the cigarette and some guy tweeted yes. it, it was like cool they've made smoking fucking cooler
1: <laughs> they made it look even cooler. I was like, How "Sophie, did, did you write
0: this? Like, is this your, <laughs> is this your like burner account?"
1: If they start putting smoking kills on cigarettes, I will start smoking. Kills, <laughs> I can guarantee.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get some smoke breaks throughout the day.
1: Oh, for sure. Take yeah, time. it's a win-win.
0: <laughs> for now. <laughs> for now
1: just don't look down the road <laughs> but all right you want to get into the episode yeah let's do it let's get into this era that let's get covering. into this era yeah
0: we've we've covered a lot
1: what if we were like <laughs> the
0: 90s any listener over like <laughs> 30 would like i'm like i would really love to live it i really honestly would go to beverly hills like, I, would so I, to west, <laughs> I would go to west beverly like go to beverly hills an or like <laughs> yeah. honestly i'd go to like tree hill high like that's probably how dumb I'd be. Like, if you get like one oh, wish God. to like live in a TV show, I would pick some fucking teen drama from like
1: 2003. <laughs> like basically when we were alive.
0: <laughs> no, for sure while we were alive, just I didn't appreciate well, but, like, it live.
1: When we were existing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah It like, was we were only a couple years behind.
0: Yeah, where I like caught it. Yeah, you're like oh, I'm a gossip girl. I'll go back and
1: be <laughs> 2008 in <Yeah. laughs> New York City, Gossip Girl. <laughs> really i just want to be in a time before we have like influencers that's really all i want before emily in paris uh before emily in paris fuck her hi, hi. i'm sophie and i'm maddie and welcome to season four of single best scene
0: today we are covering season two of the great huzzah Ooh. huzzah that's all right. A gender or a genre-bending anti-historical ride through 18th century Russia following the wildly comedic rise of Catherine Catherine from Catherine. Hold on, I'm just gonna start it right at the top because I didn't read it before. So I was like, gender bending, it's not okay. And then it was like the better. rise of Catherine the Nothing, not her name. Okay. A genre-bending anti-historical ride through 18th century Russia following the wildly comedic rise of Catherine the Nothing to Catherine the Great
1: that's a good, da, 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 good. Da, da. that we was a good it. yeah they also did a good job writing it though that was cute
0: yeah i didn't write that um
1: dear listener know, that's copyright but they did but you know lots of times they're kind of awkward or, or like kind of not accurate but that a was lot of the times accurate.
0: they're wildly inaccurate yeah. or they're like don draper has a family <laughs> and a job yeah like what is it yeah. a reality show about one person? No, so what did you so we obviously season one of the great was one of our first season one
1: shows? Um can what you did turn you your s- mic down a little bit? Oh yeah. It's a little loud. Is that better? I thought it was just me, but is that Can you better? say something else? Yeah, that's better. Okay, that's better. Okay. Um,
0: so Catherine or sorry, so The Great was one of our first season one shows. It was in like our mm-hmm. first i think real lineup of shows what did you think yeah. of season two
1: i loved it i, I did too. thought it was really great
0: i did no too i was i actually think i liked it more than season one
1: honestly maybe same and i am shocked that i'm saying that about a season where the main character is pregnant the whole season
0: and the other main character is locked away from like mm-hmm. eight episodes <laughs> yeah they did such a good job. I'm glad they waited a little while and there wasn't, like, a super quick turnaround between season yeah. one and two. Like, they really... Also, I yeah. do like that the same guy does almost all of it. So, like, Tony McNamara, I think is his name. His name mm-hmm. popped up a lot. And I was like, okay, there's, like, a very clear tone
1: Yeah. that was, like, yeah, literally yeah. never Perfect. lost.
0: Yeah, like, I think yeah. he either directed or wrote every episode. So, um... Do you just want to get into the funny? Because holy shit, I yeah. think you said this on one of our last yeah. episodes that you had to stop just
1: writing down dialogue because you were writing it down word for word. I was just yeah, I I it was and right. This doesn't even begin to cover like like I would be finished writing like I would pause it, write a joke, press play. They would do another joke. I'd be like fuck, like I can't just keep like I can't write just write write the whole script down. This season was so funny, so funny. Like, it just. It just was hysterical, and I I don't know how they managed to do it, but like they mind like everything for the correct amount of comedy, and like continue to surprise me with like all kinds of like stupid shit, and just um, like the entire first scene with the two of them, like <laughs> just, just the whole first scene, I was like, and we're
0: in it, like, yeah. and we're writing. Um yeah cuz you had said that before I started it and I was like Sophie's being dramatic for the pod you know what I mean and then I watched right, it yeah. and was like literally like typing out everything so <laughs> yeah I have like 20 plus so and I didn't write everything down Right so we could Why don't we start with bits and then we go into the like physical like the actual just us repeating jokes that made us laugh
1: Okay cool Um so my favorite one is the dead mother mummy <laughs> i fucking love that bit like it's like the fact that it's she's in this giant case the fact that he hasn't buried her the fact that um it gets like toted around like it like and the fact that Catherine, like, like like puts it in his room with it like they just use torture, it really yeah. well and like he takes it with him when he flees the castle like and it's like strapped to the back like it's just like everything about it even like at the end when like they have the whole moment where it like falls on him and it's this whole metaphor <laughs> thing but like it was just like beginning to end and even last season right like it was in last season too but mm-hmm. I was they- so glad it was back I was like yes
0: <laughs> they somehow do a really good lot like like fault the line between beating a joke over our head but not to death Right. Yes. So it's like you kind of expect it, but in a way that's like fun and not in a way that you're like, all right, now here's this thing, you know? hmm Um, I loved the way they use the phrasing the great. So <laughs> yeah. anytime they use they say even to, anytime they reference his dad, I think it's funny. And mm-hmm. then Catherine calling herself Catherine the Great, and mm-hmm. Peter is like that whole, I mean, I know that's more of a joke, but that whole interaction about it, I was just like, yes. there's
1: the phrase. Well, it happened a couple of times probably. But like, yeah, he was they- like, Really? And she's like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like she he was, was like, it. she was like a little presumptuous. She was like, "Not if it's true." <laughs> right
1: He was like, "What?" Espe- well, and it, like, especially like, it's such the callback to the first season when he couldn't ever decide what to fucking call himself, uh-huh. and she's like, "Yep, this is it. I'm Catherine the Great, like your dad." <laughs> right? Like, not you. no, your Peter's a terrible wafer. <laughs> yeah, like, not. She just like dead on. Was like, yeah, um. I love that that war. I know this isn't a bit necessarily but I love that the entire war and the first episode was happening inside the palace <laughs> like there's just something so funny about that to me where like absolutely nobody else in Russia even knew what was going on uh-huh. right like it was so so their own little world and just like the ridiculousness of it and like the damage that they were doing to that building and I just thought it was very funny
0: <laughs> I completely agree um, the lookalikes,
1: The I lookalikes. Laughed. I love it. I mean,
0: it, it was amazing. It was so funny. I like the end. It was good. Yeah. It was great till the end. Um, and then the other, oh, and then I don't really know where this, where else this would go. Um, but the kids playing soccer with a man's head. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> yeah. And that first episode yeah. and also them like being like calling her a bitch for taking the head. Oh yes. It's like trying to teach them a lesson? Uh,
0: that was the first joke I wrote down. <laughs> Empress Brit bitch. And then I don't remember if it was Orlo <laughs> yeah. or Zolvikov being like, you have away with kids. And she goes, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. um, so good. Um, I have one more runner and then on to jokes. So what do you got? I kind of have two more runners because one of them is a quote, but they I say it a hundred times. Okay. So oh,
1: Catherine punching herself whenever she starts to feel emotions. Um, well, I'll do my
0: two runners and then yeah, we'll go back do yours. to yours. Um, one of them was the touche touche. Like I love that from season one, they brought that joke over. Peter just yeah. legit saying touche. touche. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It reminded me if we have any housewife fans of Ramona Singer saying reggae instead of reggae um she'd be like it's reggae music and then the other is just the amount of times people say can you kill him but why can't you kill him can we just kill him can we just kill him can we just kill him him? because I put that as a joke Muriel said it or Mm Muriel and then literally I like unpaused and then Orlo walked up and was like can we just kill him and I was like everyone (laughs) just says this
1: it's amazing um yeah no that was a great runner. um I also loved the butterflies just like the fact that um they're always around the aunt and that she's trained them (laughs) like it's just so stupid but it's very funny every time she brought those up again I was like that's right you're fucking crazy
0: (laughs) Was like a nice way because she was like such a voice of reason this season like she became like a confidant to both of them and so Mm. I think for us as an audience to be like, but don't worry, she's still like got one touch on, like one foot on the ground. Yeah. Like she's not fully, yeah. nope. like they're taking very sound advice on how to run a country from a woman who trained and talks to butterflies.
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like in a war. Like, let's not forget.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, um, the whole like George asking to be exiled thing. <laughs> To me, was very funny. Uh Um, and then her just like coming back, I kind of thought it was weird that we never got a scene where Catherine being like, "The fuck are you doing back here?" But I guess there was like other things to worry about.
0: Yeah, I had um that joke written down, which was you're exiled on one condition: when you go to France, close your legs and open a book.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And then her coming back and playing them was. Honestly, I like George. She reminds me of Melly from Scandal. Like, they give off the exact yeah. same energy to me.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: But I knew she was coming back because I started to like fully, fully, fully ship the hell out of Mariel and Grigor. And then I was like, George is going to pop. Yeah, up. And then, like, literally, I in the know. next episode, she was like in his bed. I was like,
2: fuck. No. It's like, go away.
1: <laughs> I know. I was surprised that I started shipping them too. I really. I think really Grigor's like so hot. Together. I don't know. It's What? With
0: me. I know. I know. He's hot okay. in real life, though. That gives me. When he doesn't have the wig on.
1: Okay.
0: I'll just have to take a word for it. Um, Should we go into quotes? Yeah. Okay. You want to ping pong?
2: Yeah. So.
1: This sort of is a follow up to. Like the first time or. One of the first couple times that Catherine punches herself when she wants to cry, the maid says, good God, just pin a note to your dress. (laughs) 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 Uh, I was like, yeah. Also, there was a help note. I wrote the help note. What is that about? I have no idea. There's a help note. And I, in quote, the help is written in quotes. Maybe it had something, like, do was know. like Peter's help. It must have been like I don't a know. help note that got sent to Peter. Or is it? No, wait, wait, wait. It might have been the note that Gregor sent to Peter. Uh huh. And Gregor was outside and it was like stick figures.
0: Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> like, like a dog. Stupid. It was like very <laughs> obviously, he was like, it's very obviously a dog doing something. And everybody was like, what the fuck?
1: It was like so childish. Yeah. Um. <laughs> maybe that-, that was it. I don't know. Because
0: the only other thing that, the only other note I can think of, and I'm sure people are in their car screaming, is when Elizabeth sent the note that said run to Peter, but that's the only note
1: but yeah, that's not funny. that wasn't it. That's not funny. And that wasn't I early. Mean, there was a lot of notes this season, but I I maybe that was one of the things. I yeah. don't know. It was funny. Um,
0: my next quote is they regard him as choos- as chosen by God and her as a grabby little German chosen by mail order. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like mail order Brian yeah that was amazing um Catherine uh says please go I'm not in the mood and Mariel goes a mood but not the mood <laughs>
0: um my next one is and I am assuming the context is Peter but I again just wrote down I knew a man once who drowned in soup
2: <laughs> it had to have been Peter. Oh my god.
1: Or it could have been Muriel. Some of their lines are a little bit interchangeable. Yeah. Just in the fact that they just say what exactly was what was on their mind.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so Orlo waking up Velomentov by saying they're on our left flank. <laughs> He was that- like crushing that woman, <laughs> 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 and he like, <laughs> like jumps up. I
0: actually think oh, that's that really <laughs> funny. Their relationship, Orlo, Orlo and Vilmentov, is one of the reasons season two worked so well. Is the mm-hmm. true like they kept all the characters true to who they were. Like nobody was like surprisingly a different person this season. I totally but agree. Also, the develop like Vilmentov still found Orlo a kind of annoying, but they like saw each other for the benefits instead of in season one when they had to prove the benefit so i think maybe that's why season two was just so much more fun because their crazy stayed but they just like love them through the crazy where in season one it was just a lot of like he's just a drunk and it wasn't until episode five that you're like okay he's not just a drunk, you know like
1: yeah
0: um okay so my next one is Catherine saying we can also all have beards again because that seemed like a trivial and confusing rule yeah <laughs> But then I did note <laughs> that like two episodes later, she was hooking up with that man who had beard lice. Yeah. And that was the first time truly where I was like, maybe Peter wasn't as crazy as I thought. Like maybe there was some sort of thought behind his rules, but yeah. instead of being like a good leader about it, he just is like no beards. Cause I hate them. But like, I hate them because they cause, you know, like, because we can't figure out what the fuck lice yeah. is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, know. it was, it was um, like an
0: interesting,
1: yeah, that was, I think some like foreshadowing of like mm-hmm. her actions, like not panning out the way she thought they were going to.
0: Yeah. But in a very or, like, small
1: and funny. Inadvertently hurting her.
0: Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or that like, she just became a different type of tyrant. Like yeah. we thought Peter was this big bad guy. I don't know. That was the first time where I was like, okay, maybe Catherine's way isn't the right way. I- I don't know.
1: Yeah. That was no, my first
0: right. little small inkling that like, you're right. It wasn't going to go as easy as, yeah. as I thought.
1: Um, so my next one is Catherine's, I wrote Jean's arrival because she's <laughs> Jean from, uh, sex education but Catherine's mother's like just the entire arrival like I didn't write down the little song they sang to each other (laughs) but um, just like the whole thing the carriage like Catherine like changing her outfit and like running out there and like the ridiculous carriage that the mom comes in on, also the ridiculous way the mom was dressed, like yeah. so over the top, just like everything about it was fucking hysterical. And I was like, this is exactly what I wanted to see at this point in the season is Jean, so.
0: I agree. I, I, when she arrived, I just thought, there's a girl from Georgia talking to a girl from Chicago in period piece clothes set in Russia, pretending to be French. I was like, man, German. actors have it wild. <laughs> pretending, no, but they're, Oh, you're right. She is from they're Germany, German, German, I think. Yeah. yeah, but they were marrying off the daughter. to. The- but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Anyway, but French. I was
0: like, again, they're from Chicago and like Georgia.
1: I'm pretty sure that. I'm not positive. I didn't actually do the research, but there's some chance that. The. Like that marriage that the mom is talking about is ends up being Marie Antoinette, who gets beheaded. Yeah. It seemed like a really weird reference to make, like arbitrarily, right? Like picking a random European country, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure it was King Louis. And I'm pretty sure
0: at least one of Louis
1: is one of the ones that got beheaded.
0: That would be so insane if in season... Because it was like irony,
1: right? I'm like, oh, you're actually, like it's fine that your daughter's not going to marry this king because she would get beheaded if she did.
0: Oh, see, all I know history, man, these moms, this mom's motives are not good at all. She just wants to like bingo off her four daughters
1: (laughs) to like royalty. I mean, correct. Um, That's just
0: as far as I thought of it. Speaking of Marie Antoinette, Kirsten Dunst was nominated for uh, an Oscar today. Her first one. Love her.
1: Oh good. I think I saw that on Instagram
0: actually. And her husband, Jesse Clemens, famous Landry from Friday Night Lights. Oh right. He was also nominated for his first Oscar today.
1: Wow. So what happy for both of them. I would and love to. And Beyonce. One yeah. day.
0: Okay, let me see. <laughs> and Beyonce's again. first award. <laughs> Your very first (laughs) little-known
1: actress, little-known musician. Hopefully
0: she'll break into the business soon.
1: (laughs) Hopefully this will really give her the the boost she needs to make it big. Okay, let me look. Catherine? Okay, so... This was like the late 1700s. Okay, so... I might be so wrong about this. Nope, I'm 100% right about this. <laughs> Look
2: at that.
1: <laughs> Dead on. Yeah, King Louis XIV is who she marries. And she dies in 1793. Um, and Catherine dies in 1796. She was way younger than Catherine. But, like, theoretically, she got married in about 1770. And I mean, they're not really following. So they didn't, their marriages didn't actually overlap because again, Catherine's like older than Marie Antoinette, but, and I guess it could have been a younger King Louis. Maybe it wasn't the 14th, but it's possible. They're a little mushy with timelines on this show anyway, but Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, maybe it was a, a, a younger, I don't know, whatever. It also might not have been. I don't know. Whatever. That's French and We don't know about that. But We're
0: not a um, We have never claimed to be. Absolutely not. Not, not, even absolutely not. It's, it's more math. I think I could figure out the history. I just can't figure out the, the math I know. of it's, it all.
1: It's complicated. The math but, be um, math then. So speaking of, of the mother, I do have a direct quote from her that says, I never should have sent such a brilliant daughter to a shithole like this. <laughs>
0: um so i'm like a little bit i like took so many so i'm before the mother arrives when okay. she's sitting at lunch or she's sitting at breakfast and they're talking and he says do you ever think he has a knife in there and she says actually no <laughs> when he's no. talking about paul
1: yeah she was like no what like, he said it so earnestly yeah like, like he like, God, i love not. him um i guess we can go back a little bit because i forgot to the scene of george leaving
0: our listeners are going to hear all of them
1: okay great that we have There is this the scene that george actually leaves in there's like this waving going on Mm -hmm. um that's hysterical um,
0: it's just so funny to me that she's like you're picking him and he's like I am I'm picking him I was like what well
1: and before that like they were trying to like pantomime that they were leaving Peter uh-huh. out the window like oh my was gosh funny.
0: when the carriage <laughs> this is later but it's kind of the same theme so I hope I'm not stealing one of yours but when when Peter's gonna go on the run and so they take a carriage and then Gregor gets out at the last minute to stay with Mariel. And then they go in a circle and the Swedes are watching. And yes. they're like, they're like, I guess we have to be on Catherine's side now. Like whatever. And then oh, like the the carriage like comes back.
1: Yep. Yeah, like, and they're so like, it's like well, wait,
0: hold on. Maybe we could we could stay on Peter's
1: side.
0: I was dying at the carriage work. <laughs> the carriage work was great. The carriage work season. was a lot this season. It was good. It's a lot of good carriage work.
1: Also the Swedes, what a great bet. <laughs> we that's even my, like them.
0: only. It's <laughs> because I have it as a B plot, but that's like my only. Oh, okay, complaint yeah, is are. that they I would have love loved, loved more
1: sweets. Either more or less, I couldn't quite figure them out. They kept just popping up, but they were their well, they lines were, like, were really. They got really funny lines.
0: They came in like commentators, not like
1: actors. Like you yes. know, what I mean, like yes, they yes. came yes. in and then like didn't like sports, have a scene. It was like Sports Center with them. <laughs> they like had one scene it's each crazy, with Catherine right? and Peter. <laughs> Like they yeah. didn't have a
0: scene with anybody
1: else. No, they were just like in the court. Yeah. And every like once in like, a while, Catherine Papa would pop up and be like, You good?
0: <laughs> like, Catherine was like, Yeah, no, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna invade Sweden. And he was like, All yeah, right, we'll go every to time Peter. she was
1: like, No, yeah, Mm-mm, not gonna happen. I feel
0: like they should have come in. It's one of those things where I feel like they should have come in earlier in the season because by the end of yeah. it, there was so much going on that like there wasn't actually a story to like have Catherine or Peter sit down with the Swedes because they were dealing with like everything else
1: yeah well they
0: were dealing with the turks they were dealing with the motherfucker they were dealing with the baby being born they were dealing with
1: i mean there was a lot falling in
0: love love. and then but if they come earlier in the season it wouldn't have played because the funny part was them not knowing who to ally with yeah so like it needed to happen later but so i think you're right maybe like this amount or less would have been
1: i don't know yeah so i have um okay so this is one in one of the beginning episodes when the aunt is telling Catherine that being alone will make him crazy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> and the aunt's like, what? And she's like, that is really great to know. Thank you so much. And she's like <laughs> smiling and humming away.
0: <laughs> El fanning is so good at playing the high energy scenes yes. and this, like punching herself and the sobbing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think her age she's 23 in real life and I think Crazy. like when she was jumping up and down for her mom like her age was very apparent to me yeah. and then every other time I just thought like damn she's such a good actress like she's, mean, yeah.
2: she's great.
0: Um, my next quote is something from her which is what is your point because I hate it so far <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have Brilliant. a few coming up that are
0: all Catherine she had a, she had a good a good funny flow in the middle
1: Oh my gosh. Um, well, I have a Peter that says, um, when he said, I am her prisoner and not I love her. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure I said on the other podcasts. It's one of my hair lines of the season. Like, no, you're act you are actually her prisoner. Like you are actually <laughs> He's like, no, it's prison. metaphoric. It's a metaphor. Yeah. And you're like, no. <laughs> um
0: uh the next one is the first one that made me like pause laugh so hard rewind it send it to my cousin because i couldn't stop laughing which is all of the men are trying to find catherine and they're walking around and they all have guns and everybody peter's like don't kill her don't kill her don't kill her Uh and i can't remember if it was grigor or arcady it might have been arcady who said she could sit on your face but not on the throne and i screamed (laughs) so funny describing in great detail like how many times he's gone down on her and all this Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I when he said that I was like that is like the
1: of the show yes (laughs) yes oh my god and that's also like how
0: his friends feel about her too we're like fine yeah but like she cannot be in charge (laughs) right right yeah this is also probably more of like a bit but Arcadia and his wife not being oh so like wanting to be the new Grigger and
1: yes, and failing <laughs> at every turn. So every funny. turn, yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah they were to, so desperate
1: to reverse them, so, and it just did not work.
0: They did what I what I wish Bridgerton would do, which like
1: <laughs> I mean is have yeah, the where side we characters.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is like have the side characters. Maybe that's why I hate Bridgerton so much because I'm like, it's just not the great. Just not this. Um, but like have the side characters just be funny, right? Like they don't have a, yeah. I don't know anything about them. I don't know where they live. I know they have kids. No. I don't need to know anything about them. But when they're around, holy shit do I laugh. I have another yeah. Arcadian wife joke.
1: Oh my God. Let's hear it.
0: Um when she says feel my tongue or feel my tongue, Tatiana, when they like start eating the ice cream. <laughs> the ice cream <laughs> and she's like feel my tongue and they do the tongue to tongue. And Arcadia's just watching them being like what? what I was laughing happening? so
1: hard. Yeah, Arcady never like also, really bought into the Gregor role
0: because then she was like kissing his mouth. Also, t- t- feel my tongue, and then he was like, "Okay," and just stuck <laughs> his tongue out. <laughs> she was like looking his face.
2: Okay, oh sorry.
0: Uh, um, back to you. I've got so many more. I'm loving this.
1: So, um, well, do you have more from before? Because I, the rest of mine, I think are. Like once the mom shows up.
0: Okay. I have four more before the mom shows up. Okay. Let's hear them. So when the doctor's checking out Catherine and the boys are like throwing a fit and she says, I appreciate you all adjusting so uncomplainingly to what must be so difficult and inconvenient for entire minutes of your day. <laughs> yeah. That made me laugh because I thought she was actually apologizing to them until she didn't. Uh-huh. Um, And then when I think it was someone walked. Walks up to, and Muriel says it. I forgot something in the stateroom. If you'll excuse me, before I have to make up what it is. I think she yeah. says it was bigger, and like Peter walks up. Yeah. Peter's use of the word "clitty bitty."
2: <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh yep. so hard.
0: I've never heard it before. And then, and I think he was using it like in an argument.
2: He's like, so "I'm probably. gonna stop
0: going down." <laughs> and then, um when I wish I remember the context more to this but this is the jape so Muriel says to her maid ease up you fucking whore
1: she's she's so old
0: and then I know I definitely have a mother quote because it says it in it so we are that's all I have before the mothers
1: yeah okay um so the entire conversation between the aunt and peter about Catherine's mother is hysterical like yes because of course the aunt is like trying to reason with him and he is not even on this planet <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like per most of their discussions honestly um but the aunt says <laughs> she's like if you have sex with her mother, Catherine will kill her. Like, she will kill us. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, no, no, no. She's like, no, seriously. Like, if you fuck her mother, he, she will kill us. And Peter says, I will definitely try not to. Yes.
0: It's so funny. So I also have a quote from that exact same conversation where she says, oh, women don't end up with men who fuck their mothers. Right. <laughs> Which I was like, I cannot believe she's having to say this. I know. Well, and I, I loved it.
1: Try not, not to. to. Like, you can't even commit to no. And then like, he I'm did okay, it. I won't do it. And then he fucking did it. I honestly couldn't believe he did it. Like, I really, I wasn't fully expecting the mom to go full, full like, like full, full force
0: at him. Yeah, like, full gene.
1: She went full gene. I mean, yeah. Forever. It was, yeah. Um, so, to his credit, I was not expecting her to be a sociopath about it and try to, like, fuck her daughter's husband. I thought that was really weird. Um and uh but I also didn't think he would give in like I really thought he was going to make it through this test but nope.
0: I wish I would have known and maybe I was supposed to pick up on it and I did it was she attracted to Peter was she attracted to his like success or was she trying to make it so that her husband would have to like leave you know what I mean like was she doing it to blow up their marriage or was she doing it? she was like legit just warning for Peter
1: it's so hard to tell I don't know or both because she like hated well, that her daughter it, was in charge it took so long for us to like figure out her plan yeah that it kind of got lost yeah um, I just wish
0: there would have been a little bit more clarity around the motive there. why
1: that was happening yeah you know I my assumption is that the mom was trying to blow up the marriage the marriage so that Catherine would he would be in charge and she would no longer be in charge but like mm-hmm. not unmarried like still married to him but just like not in charge anymore because that seemed to be her like main yeah like her main motive to everything yeah was her like vehemently disagreeing that her daughter should be in charge of mm-hmm, Russia. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and wanting her other daughter to be able to marry to, like to clean the family name
1: yeah I don't like, understand
0: how fucking your daughter's husband would be with the solution to any of no, that really that's cool why idea. I think maybe she was just like horny for Peter like we were supposed to see like I mean Honestly, I see maybe. the appeal of Nicholas Holt like I would sleep see sure. you know what I mean but we also get to see all sides and also in real right. life he's not a sociopath
1: correct well I think that it really gave me the same vibes not about the significant husband part but It gave me very similar vibes to in White Lotus when Molly uh, Shannon shows up Mm -hmm. like the whole like mother-in-law granted it was her own mother but like looking at the daughter slash wife and being like why do you want to work like you don't need to work
0: yeah what are you doing
1: and it, it for it sort of felt like that with Catherine's mother being like why are you working like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, you're fucking a lot of shit up for me because you thought you needed to, like, have a job. You don't need to have a job, girl. Like, just be his wife. That's all I wanted you to be.
0: Mm-hmm. A little similar. I don't just, dis- I don't disagree. Yeah. Like, the, can't you just, like, sit there, and be pretty, and, like, our yeah. family can be royalty without you, like, right. possibly dying or, like.
1: Right. It doesn't like, explain why she was trying fucking so Peter. hard to fuck Peter. Like, but- really, really over the top trying. Like,
0: will say it it was worth it to me for all the motherfucker like yes fuck it, for the all of the times out. that they used the joke it was so the joke paid off <laughs> funny oh my gosh the season just felt so thought through like every every action had a reaction that was of funny or sad like every reaction to the storyline was worth it
1: yeah no I there agree.
0: wasn't like a wasted plot
1: or even like a um, wasted coupling speaking because everything of- played out yeah speaking of the mother's plot um (laughs) after she gives Catherine the list of people who she should murder um (laughs) the aunt shows up like it's not the same scene I don't think but it's the same day and you know the aunt is like trying to fish around to see like if you know she's gonna like the mom there's like that you know like right the aunt's trying to figure out what the mom's motives are too right Mm -hmm. and um she's like are you like gonna kill some of us and Catherine doing something else is like there's a list of everyone should you care and the aunt (laughs) picks it up and goes oh I'm first (laughs) (laughs) oh that killed me like, um, oh, onto.
0: my next one is, I keep wanting to say Jean, what was her name in the show?
1: I honestly don't know.
0: Okay. Well, fake Jean, Jillian, um, Catherine's mom, when mom. they have the lunch and Catherine makes the toast and sits down and the mom goes to remind everyone of your greatest failure is bold. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> After like, failed, oh like the God. failed Jeep, like the failed Earth's uh-huh. freedom and all that stuff. My next um, quote makes absolutely no sense.
1: I wish I would have written down who said it. <laughs> they don't seem to have Joanna. Does oh that yeah. Sound right? I think that sounds right. Um, let me look a little more thoroughly. Yeah, Joanna.
0: Okay. Yeah. When Joanna reminds, "The greatest failure is bold," was a very funny. And <laughs>
1: that was amazing. Yeah, the mom hitting on Peter. That was just like a line. Like I didn't yeah. write anything specific. Just, just it was so over the top, so that aggressive. Um,
0: the next quote I have is maybe I'm a person who calls his father daddy. <laughs> so I think <laughs> yeah, that <was> Peter, Peter <laughs> says that.
1: Yes, Peter says it to his dad when he hallucinates. Oh, his dad. yes. Okay. Okay. And yeah. the dad, Peter the Great, is like, what adult man calls his father daddy, and then he says that line.
0: Um, that is, an, an if we can connect everything to sex education, that is Mr. Groff's brother and Draco Malfoy's dad, I think is probably what he's more famous uh, for.
1: Oh, really? It's the same actor. Really? Yeah. yeah. He
0: popped up and I was like, I know him. How do I know him? And then I'm like, the first <laughs> three episodes of sex education. Congrats. Um, how many more do you, how many more do you got? We should still ping pong. Uh,
1: yeah, I've got like six.
0: Okay. I think I about have as many too.
1: Okay, cool. So oh, I have five, yeah, that works. Igor says to Muriel, "I keep forgetting that we're a figment of our imagination, <laughs> <laughs> like when they're like hooking up or whatever. <laughs> this is very funny."
0: Um, my next one is just take it from someone has been who has been cooed, like when <laughs> there's like you're this is a coo and he was just like, no, it's not, no, it's not. And he was like, take it from someone who's been cooed. Someone who's been cooed? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um when aunt elizabeth uh wakes up joanna by like perching on her bed <laughs> like in her bed like not even perching on the edge like fully in the middle of the bed like so close to her hovering over her with like a cup of tea or something it was so aggressive and it was hysterical like and then the I way must, they set that scene up was brilliant
0: and then I want to say like Vilmintov came in and started talking or someone yes. came in and started talking and Joanna was Joanne like why, was why do like, you people
1: think this is okay <laughs> yeah <Hey. laughs> that was amazing
0: um so my next one is an interaction with the swedes when peter's walking around with paul and he says why is he holding his child or she says that and the swede goes i don't know it's disgusting and she goes i know you've never held our
1: child (laughs) oh and then well they said why we never touched our children and then the other one goes why would we (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah I definitely so good. um so I
0: was like even though they were barely in it they still made my list
1: yeah no for sure um so in the carriage ride okay so this is the episode where Paul goes missing right mm-hmm. or like
2: Elizabeth kidnaps him
1: but yeah Elizabeth kidnaps him um and Peter goes to Catherine I'd love to not love you Sundays days. And Catherine goes, it's a burden, is it? And Peter goes, unrequited love is notoriously so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love
0: them. That whole scene, or that whole trip, I was like, why the fuck did you fuck her mom? I
1: know. I know. And I know. kill her, but mainly just go sleep with her. Mainly mainly sleeping with her. That was, is what we care about more.
0: Okay. My next one is when he's with his little brain trust in his apartment and he's like, I don't know what to do. She knows he's gotten the note from Elizabeth or Griggers told him that she knows. So he's trying to brainstorm, like how to get out of there. And mm-hmm. George goes, it's simple. You have to kill her first. And like, you have to kill her before she kills you basically first. Mm-hmm. And he like storms off because, you know, he said like, that's not an option. I love her blah, blah, all this stuff. And she goes, I feel champagne. Anybody else? <laughs> I think that's so funny. Um, because <gasps> I, aside from when she does the book club where Ta- Tatiana or whatever was like, there's no way you, this is real. And George right. is like, no, I believe in what Catherine's saying. And she stares at her. And mm-hmm. I think as the audience, you're like, I had just bought it at face value, right? That George yeah. believed that Catherine was right. Yeah. And so I did like that everybody else in that room, like nobody else knew George's true motives. And so mm-hmm. when she was like, kill her, like whatever. Cause at this point, she's the only one who actually has immunity with Catherine. Yeah. And yeah. she's still like, so team Peter. But anyway, look how quickly she was like, I feel like champagne. It's like her own know, celebration, right? and she's been gone for nine episodes.
1: Right. Yeah, she's gone a lot. All right, I got two. So more. I have three more. Um, they're all from the finale. Okay. Do you have any more from before the before? I finale? have
0: one from that same brain trust meeting.
1: Okay, let's do yeah, that one.
0: Um, Peter says what rhymes with hippopot hippopotamus? <laughs> <laughs> and our katie goes i don't know how about roses are red violets are blue i fucked and killed her mother but i didn't mean
1: to <laughs> oh got i had that one written down yeah that was one of my...
0: Was that from the finale
1: i think so oh
0: i definitely thought i mean i brain don't brain
1: know it was the last one i wrote down oh but um maybe that
0: brain trust was in the finale i
1: thought about the wedding anyway sorry um you know. well i only have two more and one of them i didn't even write it all down but mariel's cousin's speech at the wedding oh yep i Love can't that. remember what it was but i have died i just like it yeah was i just watched hysterical. it
0: he was like my parents fought a lot we're not allowed to do that and then she was like move it along and i think I was, <laughs>
1: yeah it yeah cute. it was it was cute um and then when peter in that same scene peter says i fucked everyone in this room except elizabeth
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that was just very funny <laughs> like, well, <and> then <laughs>
0: It was funny because he was like, "But we did other stuff," and she like did like yeah, an eye raise stuff. or something. Yeah. And then Catherine goes, "Even you, Mariel," and she goes, "It was an orgy; it doesn't count." Yeah. <laughs> um, my last one is Elizabeth from the wedding, and it's film or er, it's film and, 12, and they both of them stand up and they're like, "We should take the children out. The groom has to stay, I suppose." <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, all the other kids oh need my to leave. God. Yeah. Because when they thought like they were gonna start shooting each other.
0: Yeah, gosh, mm-hmm. that show, it's so, it's so
1: good. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised
0: we only had like two crossover or two or three, you know, like
1: crossover jokes, full them, yeah. same
0: lines, you know? Yeah. Um, So as always, with great heart comes heartbreak. What mm-hmm. was your heartbreak scene from season two mm-hmm. of The Great?
1: I mean, there are several to choose from. Yeah, I had three. I guess I didn't decide. Um, Maybe I didn't decide. (laughs) I mean, there's probably, I mean, like, I did not, I had to start writing Heartbreak Scene because it is the one I always forget about.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But the, the well, I mean, like, Catherine's realizing her mother didn't support her was sad. They didn't necessarily have it be this one specific moment, but it was sort of the theme of the whole is it? but the way I do love that they- that
0: in any sorry in any show we cover if there's like secret resentment or lack of full support in a in any sort of like relationship at all that's always your heartbreak scene like you cannot stand the idea of like two of a person not being on board for someone else's dream that is like so I mean, consistent like I think that was like your heartbreak scene yeah. and insecure like it's always the like the idea of like someone's dreaming a disappointment to someone else just like really gets you. It gets you in your feels.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I mean course. I know it's just mine's always a little bit more
0: straightforward, and like I cried, and yours is just, like, well, the idea of your mom not supporting you, I just is a
1: bummer. I'm,
0: like I didn't even well, it's pick like, up on it's that. It's
1: like a slower burn.
0: Yeah. No, you get it's always out. like a
1: big picture sadness. That's like the I, I think that's, that's
0: what I go for. A, like the best breakdown of our relationship. I'm like, what made me cry and you're like what bummed me out for episodes cuz like the minute she died <laughs> yeah. i was like not my problem. <laughs>
1: um but i i i guess most heartbreakingly shot scene for me is the way that they shot the mariel catherine reveal when mariel was telling catherine that peter killed and fucked his her mother mm-hmm. was like really really intense. -hmm. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but they shot it like three inches from Muriel's face, like Mm -hmm. dead to camera. It was so, and Catherine was like behind her, like over her shoulder. So we can see both of them, but like they weren't looking like Muriel couldn't like literally face her and tell her and like was instead staring directly into like our souls on our couch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm, And like mm -hmm. knowing that it was going to like blow up everything. It was sad because you're like, this is also sad for both of them because Muriel doesn't really want to tell her this, but like knows she has to. And of course, Catherine doesn't want to hear it, but I know one. When... So I have a question about this and we can, I mean, I went like really big on the hurricane <laughs> scene, but
0: yeah. Um, so I'm going to do mine really quickly. And then I do want to talk about, before we move on, I do want to talk about the scene unless, is that your single bus scene? mm Okay, um, yeah. I do want to talk about the scene where she tells, Mar- where Mariel tells Catherine before we move on. Um, so my three, the like actual okay. Catherine accepting that Leo is dead. That yeah. really fucking bummed me out. And like yeah, that was sad. Peter just fully not understanding how sad she was. Like Definitely nobody really not. understanding that she, lo- how much she loved him and like kind mm-hmm. of tripling down on like, no, I ha- here's his head. I thought you were sad. Here you-. Like that was such a, so sad. Yeah. Um, shaky being murdered in like mariel's reaction yeah to
1: that. that was crazy
0: like so great i mean they like killed a lot of serfs because also like but it wasn't as sad when Catherine's the girl, girl died because it murdered. was to show that the soul trans had poisoned her that yeah, it could have it, it, it should have been
1: Catherine. yeah um, no, the shaky thing was really sad it was really fucking depressing
0: and then yeah what you said Catherine's just full spiral when she found out well that her mom full spiral
1: is dead also just thought of this didn't write it down but when Elizabeth when Peter just like nonchalantly was like yeah oh yeah that day in the river when I saw my mom drown Drown her son
0: eager yeah yeah He was like what I will say that I I think they did such a good job with Peter's character development that you could see that it only took him like a full minute to register that he had fucked up where I think in season one he would have said it to like Into conversation. Like, I think he has grown some like EQ. Like, yeah, he is a little bit more in touch with like by next season, he might be a full-fledged person who doesn't just like murder all the time. But I agree, Elizabeth. And then calling Paul eager eager I whatever. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. she's still so heartbroken over this. And then Peter's apology I mean, it was just this season was sad too. Like, I mean,
1: yeah. You laughed. There were some swings. I know right well the thing about it it just like probably not only did it like reopen the dead son thing for Elizabeth but it like made it all like way more complicated like Mm -hmm. more emotionally complicated because I think she probably blamed herself for a long time so uh, maybe she blames herself less because she thought he just she just like wasn't watching him good enough and he went off into the woods so it's like okay on the one hand like you can relieve yourself from that burden but on the other hand, your fucking sister drowned your son. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like-
0: well, and I think that in having her like freak out rightfully, I mean, I don't think she should have kidnapped Paul, but like rightfully be mad and then say like when Peter was like, I should have told you, like, I, I didn't think about the secret I was keeping is basically like what the undertone yeah. of that was. And then she was like, you were nine. Like you shouldn't have had right. to tell me like. I do right. like that Elizabeth got to a place where, like, when she said, because I actually thought this was one of the more powerful scenes, and I had forgotten about it until we just started talking, but when she's in the carriage with Catherine, and they're going back after they go to war, and she says, like, you're gonna have to pick, like, me or yeah. him, and yeah. Elizabeth was like, I did, like, I'm here, basically, like like, I already like, did. I'm, yeah. I came with you. I do like that we know it's not out of retaliation for what Peter did because she did forgive him in saying like you were a child what do you like yes I wish your mother hadn't killed my son but I can't hold you responsible for that right um so the question that I have for you before we move on to well before we take a a quick break is how do you feel and maybe it should go after the break you decide how do you feel about Mariel being the catalyst for both finales in terms of selling out Catherine to Peter in season one and then selling out Peter to, Peter Catherine to Catherine. Two. like, do you think it was a smart full circle or do you think it was almost lazy storytelling?
1: Not lazy, um, lazy, but like. Maybe we should talk about this after the break since it's like a plot thing.
0: Okay. I didn't know if you had it. Well, okay.
1: And it'll give me time to think about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Put you on. Cause I just didn't have it written down. Cause I was like, I won't forget yeah. that. Cause it's been sitting with me since I watched it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let's talk about it after the break. But let's yeah, take a quick break and talk about that. And now we're back.
1: Woo! Oh man. So great to be back I in. The- love- <laughs> I know I love
0: the great oh, so much. You were just
1: we're- Robert, you're just thinking about Bridgerton. trying to hurt my brain. I know.
0: Well, I'm like maybe it'll be good. Like we're going to have all this audio footage like how we had the madmen's just not the show for us and now it's like yeah. truly our favorite show so please please, I Shonda,
1: please prove us wrong like <laughs> caveat. You.
0: I will say I'm excited for her new show inventing Anna about the girl who pretended to be mm. an heiress
1: yeah Anna Delavine. I'm very it.
0: excited for that so maybe Shonda will surprise us with Bridgerton too here's to hoping
1: now back to the show okay. for real <laughs> so Muriel closing out the show both seasons yes do you want she to do that abandons yeah we can yeah. talk about it now she abandons peter or abandons Catherine in the first season
0: to save peter to save her from peter right she's like you're to pregnant save her from this peter the thing mm-hmm.
1: yeah like she kind of goes rogue it's never really like hammered out like everyone sort of has their own opinion of if she's a traitor or not yeah and i think most people's opinion is yes but yes and no not like so much that she gets killed by one of the other people right like but
0: also everybody kind of let her back in the circle and Catherine did forgive her, and she's not friends with Peter
1: right that's what I think is so
0: interesting and the point you can make where it was like a selfless trait you know like she really was protecting Catherine because it's not like she has any loyalty to Peter even after she gives the information oh for sure I mean unless he because he she's was made not a serf anymore not because of she was like put back I, on her power
1: not because I think of she's her. always on catherine's side
0: no 100 percent. i'm just saying it's not like we can say that she has this weird loyalty to peter in season one and then to catherine in season two like she really does do what she thinks is right mm-hmm. i just think it's interesting that they had the same character do it but maybe that was the point
1: yeah no i think it was intentional I'm, I'm not just- sure
0: I was glad Catherine didn't, like, shoot the messenger. Same.
1: Literally. And also,
0: yes, honestly, literally. And I was glad it didn't blow up Grigor. Like, it, that, when they kept being like, this is going to blow up Russia. Like, if you tell the secret, right? Like, once Grigor accidentally told her. And she was like, I have to tell Catherine all this stuff. And he was like, we're happy in this Russia. And if you tell her, like, the world as we know it is blown up. Like, there's yeah. no coming back. Which I sure. agree. Except I, I was very glad that their personal relationship didn't get blown up because at that point yeah. I knew that something was going to, that C- Peter was going to tell Catherine, right? Like there was no world in which Catherine didn't find out.
1: Uh, of course.
0: So I was really just banking on Muriel and Gregor, but like, I just thought it was interesting that they didn't have someone else like Elizabeth, you know what I mean? Like that it came from Muriel both times, but the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm like, yeah, it's very smart.
1: I mean, yeah, I think it was intentional just to... It's tricky because... She's like, why is she always the bad guy? You know what I mean? Like, It's similar, but... I mean, it's mainly just similar. It's just this time Catherine has the upper hand Mm
2: -hmm. already. Mm -hmm.
1: And it was a little different because last time it was about keeping Catherine alive. And, like, all that stuff. But this time it was more like philosophical it was like I feel like you need to know this information emotionally so you don't get in too deep with Peter because he's a bad guy because she still thinks Peter's a bad guy
0: yeah I think I just thought it more like why are they having this actress get this moment again
1: yeah I I, you know what I mean like yeah that's interesting I don't I don't know because it, it would be different if it was like She was defending Peter actually the first time and now she's defending Catherine because right, that would show what's changed over the season. But since I think it's sort of the same, so Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure actually what they're trying to point out there. Maybe it is lazy. I don't know.
0: It's like, it's one of those things where like, this is either so lazy or just like genius.
1: I can't imagine who else would have, Catherine would have heard it from though.
0: Elizabeth, I was thinking like in a
1: rage or. I mean, maybe. But she was in on it. That would be, re- and That's she's what I'm saying, afraid like, that Catherine's going to kill her. Yeah. So, or maybe Orlo
0: to, like, get back on Catherine's good side. Like, to not get back on Catherine's yeah, good side, but to, like. he figured it out. Yeah. I'm but
1: the thought was really weird this season.
0: Mariel was the only person close enough to his little brain trust to know.
1: Yeah. Right, no, like,
0: realistically, it could, the leak could only come from inside the house. Oh, 100%. So, and they were all, I guess, like, because the penalty for the show is literal death Mm -hmm. like there's no (laughs) it's not like they just be like whoever told Catherine like if any of his friends told Catherine it wouldn't get them she wouldn't be sane enough to give them like okay now you have immunity I'm not gonna like kill you
1: too so like well even if the blonde wannabe George no
0: everybody did I think because they were brainstorming those letters together
1: oh yeah Well, like, I wouldn't have been surprised, I guess, if that couple, like, the wannabe George and Gregor couple accidentally, like, let it slip to Catherine, and Catherine killed them. Yeah. So And, like, they were just killed off this season, and, like, they're not going to be in the next one. Like, I wouldn't, that could have, like, I wouldn't have been surprised if they did that.
0: Maybe they did it this way, because then the big climactic scene was at the wedding. Like, after Catherine and Peter had left, then you saw that there was, like, repercussions for everyone's actions.
1: Yeah, it was. I don't know. A it's just. Smarter plot.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just better. <laughs> they're just like better writers than us, is where I think we're going.
1: They just like thought about it really hard. <laughs> yeah, they were like, you know, it would be
0: symbolic as if we did this because then, that's what I'm saying earlier. I mean, no, nothing was done wasted. I just, when Mariel was telling her, I was like, I can't believe we're doing this again.
1: See, I and hadn't you, even, a I forgotten that she did it twice. That she has to say again. But anyway. That's all I, I to... Yeah. um Okay. I mean, sorry. If um, you have other points, I just didn't want to. Like, no, no, no. I was thinking on. of something else that I was like, well, we can. I'll just bring that up later. um okay.
0: Well, let's jump back okay. to the beginning of the season and let's ping pong back and forth things we really liked that they did this year.
1: I very much enjoyed Peter being a prisoner in the palace,
0: and his hobbies. I loved him Love his the hobbies. Habits. Amazing. Um. I loved the baby shower. I loved that that was his little way around yes. the house arrest. It's genius. Yeah,
1: And apparently Nicholas Holt said that was his favorite costume he's ever worn.
0: Yes. I watched that little behind the scenes on
1: yeah. Hulu. Um, I loved the Turkish ambassador. He was in that episode, mm-hmm. but I just, that was fun. When they were
0: um, shooting the birds yeah and he was like and you're doing all of this was
1: shooting them he was like you're
0: doing all this to impress me and she's like why did it work like all right <laughs> yeah. judgy, but it worked uh-huh. oh, I loved that um that was great I did write we already talked about this Catherine's unhinged revenge of locking Peter alone with his mother
1: yes amazing I amazing. mean I
0: loved how much joy it brought her and how much pain it brought him
1: and yeah then no, when the bones <laughs> oh my god everything about that was amazing mm-hmm. um the Swedes, of course, showing back up and they're, we've already talked about it, but repeatedly asking for soldiers and Catherine shutting them down every time and then like not really being able to figure out whose side to pick which sort of was like the running theme, right, of like the entire fucking season. Like the Turkish ambassador couldn't figure out whose side to be on. The Swedes couldn't figure it out. The court sort of couldn't figure it out, although they don't really give the, the like tertiary court ever any lines or opinions, so who knows.
0: Mm -hmm. it's sort of
1: like a mob rule seems to be the vibe but um
0: well and I think one of the things they did that was really like smart obviously is um the fact that Villamentov saw them holding hands but like they weren't holding hands in a romantic way Peter and Catherine when they were walking through and he had like blacked out and was drunk and saw them holding hands but really it was like I don't remember why Peter made her hold hands but it wasn't romantic and they were looking
1: for the alligator
0: yeah but like Yeah, I think he was like, I don't know, maybe like I could protect whatever, but it wasn't because she was in love with him. But then,
1: yeah,
0: when it was announced that they were together, Velventoff was like, You know what? I did think I saw y'all holding hands, and I was so glad that they didn't have him react before Catherine was actually in a relationship with him.
1: Yeah, I agree. So that was brilliant. Um, speaking of the crocodile, loved the crocodile (laughs) ball.
0: That was my next one, too. Everything about the crocodile, I loved that they (sighs) so funny used it to give. Um, Archie, a story that mm-hmm. that Archie and Catherine could like meet on terms where they still hated yes. each other but like worked together, which yeah. was more enjoyable than season one. Archie didn't bother me as much this season. Like I, I enjoyed him a level I totally that was totally agree. Yeah, like he was when he was on screen. I wasn't like, Ugh. I was yeah. like oh when he cut his finger off and she was like still not good and then elizabeth took it i was like what is elizabeth gonna do with that finger
1: i it was that was horrifying. what is
0: she gonna do with that finger
1: that was literally insane um I think she just has like a room of like
0: appendages i think she used of- it
1: as a ring holder
0: Oh my on god, on her bedside what? table oh my god i missed that i mean
1: that's better than i'm not a hundred percent positive about that but i vaguely remember saying that um yeah i archie yeah he's next on my list I hated him with a burning passion in season one and Mm -hmm. genuinely enjoyed his story in season two I agree with what you said that like it was great to see them meet in the middle and like Catherine having that whole but not just like him conceding to her right like they did the whole like finding god thing in the forest Mm -hmm. and she was like oh you don't It's not as personal as I thought. Like, you don't actually just hate me for no reason, right? (laughs) Like, you're kind of just like doing you, and it conflicts with what I want to do sometimes. But, like, you're not actually know stuff. Well, also, you
0: genuinely believe that Peter was chosen by God. You're not just saying that to like win, but also, you're more than willing to manipulate the court in your favor, right? Like, you're still human, like, you're still, yeah, which I think she hadn't realized they hadn't yeah. had her see in season one, which was like, he was catering to Peter in the same way that he could cater to Catherine. Totally. I also yeah, thought it weapon. was, it was really nice that they became like pseudo work colleagues slash friends because yeah. of his relationship <laughs> with Mariel. Oh, yeah. And so she didn't have to like worry about sneaking around with him and Gregor, you know what I mean? Like she got to mm-hmm. just be like openly friends with them. And then I think like in terms of having a pre struggle with, their sexual desires like yeah it's a common thing
1: oh for sure and that was never really resolved right
0: no I think it'll be a big plot of season three
1: (laughs) I think so too um and also speaking of George or of um Muriel and Gregor I enjoyed that thoroughly as well I was surprised I didn't think I would but I was like oh no I'm a hundred percent on on this train Mm -hmm. like toot toot I'm on board.
0: They had such good chemistry. And I think because we hadn't seen her really flirt with anybody.
1: Right. Seeing,
0: like, and like the fact that he like so unabashedly fell in love with her and that they were like, I guess each other's first time or whatever. I don't know. Um, um, I loved her freeing and then unfraying the surfs. Like I thought the drama <laughs> was like very needed. Yeah. It was needed also for her to do something that like we as the audience would agree with. And sure. then also we as the audience would see that, like, that's not the way you do it. Right. Like, what did, like, what did she expect the same way it was like, kind of, I expected it would be fine. And then they were like, literally murdering,
1: murdering each other. She was super manic in that episode.
0: Yeah. She was also on Coke, I think. Like
1: old time yeah. Coke. <laughs> yeah. And I like, well, old timey Coke is like pure Coke. Yeah. Like, like actually Coke. Like, I just don't know if it was like, actual like Coke or point, if it was like, some, some other, other like something. some yeah, other variation
0: know. of speed or something.
1: Yeah. Um, seemed like coke.
0: How happy were you that they had another science fair?
1: Uh, Yeah, this one is even bigger and better than the last one.
0: A roller coaster. I was like, Did the Germans or did the Russians actually invent roller coasters? Maybe I don't know. And then she still got Um, her,
1: yeah, that was a really smart use of all that stuff. And also, it was the first time that Velimintov, I think, but it, it didn't really matter if it was him pointed out when she was when the surf like fixed the the engineering right mm-hmm. um and she or somebody else was like well can we make it life-size and catherine was like well we can't do this by tomorrow and velmontop was like actually we probably can like this <laughs> is russia like this is russia like we've surfs way like, we're just gonna tell them to do it and they're gonna do it and like well and also
0: like we we just like get shit done
1: like yeah, you've been right. fighting like against just, this
0: country for their like backwards way of thinking right? and trying to be so like progressive and all of the stuff. But there is this, you, like you said, like this added benefit of being like, no, we have like a lot of people who could work.
1: A lot of people who are like super loyal and uh-huh. they'll make this shit through the night if you want them to. And I, I thought did, that was really smart. I
0: thought it was funny that they like hated the stapler. When, like, (laughs) I would also, if I saw a stapler to Science Fair, be like, really, a stapler? But, like, out of all of the things, that's the thing we use the most. I mean, I guess the freezer, but.
1: Okay, the freezer (laughs) (laughs) was.
0: Freezer should have won if that was a competition. But I know.
1: The stapler
0: is more important than a a
1: roller coaster. Oh, for sure. I liked the digging thing. The, Like, Peter having to dig the two Oh, yes,
0: same. I wrote that down, too.
1: That was great because it was one of the few times in this series that the people around Peter, like, his own friends were like, you actually have to do this thing. And normally, right, like, everyone just, like, agrees with him, even to a point where he's, like, a prisoner in his own palace, right? Like, it's, Mm -hmm. he's not much of a consequences, like, kind of guy. He gets his way, honestly, most of the time. And this was like a hard stop for him. Like, they were like, you have to do this. And he was like, I am not. And they're like, you are actually. And also, and the, he so was, was so
0: great. upset about how morbid it was. I thought that was such, like, for him to not be like, I don't want to do the physical, like, manual labor of it. No. I don't want to think about Catherine and Paul dying was... Right not what i expected i did love when he like screamed at arcady's kid and then was like i'll be better with my own kid <laughs> that's what everybody thinks like i hate this kid but like my kid i I won't hate
1: like it'll be fine <laughs> when he made that yeah, when an Arcady's kid's
0: apology where he was like i don't know yes. it was like a like a fuck you i don't know because yeah like, and like you were saying the court didn't really ever know who was in control right so arcady's kid was like well you're not the emperor
1: right yeah yeah. Like
0: you're just my dad's drunk friend who's trapped in his own palace.
1: Like what do I have? To no about power that? at all. Less power than he, yeah.
0: Um, I loved everyone hating her mom, but her. I thought that was like the yes. most present-day storyline uh-huh. of like her doing something and like Catherine breaking out in a full rash, being I so up in rash. arms. Everybody yes. at that lunch being like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" And then they do their little chant, and everybody's like, "All right, like I guess we're." <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: my gosh! Everybody's yes. okay. That was brilliant. Um, I love the entire Paul kidnap, especially knowing, like, we knew Paul was safe, which made that less stressful,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but also just the fact that it put Catherine and Peter in a carriage together for six hours, and so they really hadn't been together that closely. Um, of course, it mm-hmm. happened more and more throughout the episode, but, um, or throughout the season, but. I enjoyed the whole character we've already talked about it but Mm
0: -hmm. yeah one we've already talked about but I enjoyed is George's lie about feminism like I liked that she was playing Catherine and she played me I really thought she was on Catherine's side
1: I know she played me too um the last thing I have is just Muriel's wardrobe this season she got I mean I don't know what kind of nice flowers she was sending <laughs> to the wardrobe people so that she got the most beautiful costumes, but her costumes were so gorgeous this season. I mean, Catherine's were great too. but literally every single thing that Muriel had on, I wanted. Like I was like, this you look so chic, so gorgeous, like just knocked out the park. All of her costumes were she she gets the best costumes award for me for this season.
0: I agree. I agree. I liked her costumes a lot. I liked the costumes a lot more this season than last, but yeah. Maybe it's just because it's more recent in my brain. I don't think about costumes. Well, Catherine,
1: they like really they leaned into her pregnancy a lot. Yeah. She was like walking around and like this season had a lot of pregnancy bump. Yeah, big bump. Um last season they like really
0: Oh, I remember your criticism.
1: Yeah, they the color defined
0: her. Yeah,
1: it was really uh overt the way that they used catherine's costumes in a way that like you probably could have watched the entire season on mute
0: and no only looking
1: at scenes with her and right know what was going on because it was like really which like you know if it was on a stage that would i don't know whatever i was just like okay we get it (laughs) like
0: I think that's something that they got to do more of in season two was just be a little bit more subtle because there wasn't, yeah. because the turning of it wasn't like, obviously we knew like by the end of episode one, that she was going to overthrow Peter, right? Like that was going to be the plan, like right. by so early in the season. And so they were working towards this common goal. Whereas in season two, there wasn't really like the pregnancy, I guess like the birth was the big event that we were working towards, but yeah. all of the stuff that happened in the last three episodes, we didn't know about until the episode before, Right. Yeah. We didn't know that Peter that it was going to be the killing of the mom, so there was no like fashion journey <laughs> for these people right. to go on because they couldn't tell us too early, right? Totally. Um. Okay, I have a few more, but quick ones. I loved that Vilentov finally got to go to war, but then it him being it being Catherine being like this isn't what I wanted. Like Catherine was so like such a tyrant by the end of it that she mm-hmm. like showed up. That was another thing I loved when she went yes. to meet with the Soltran. And, like, just everything about the war scene, how she's, like, one, not good at war. It's, like, she, like, fundamentally disagrees with yeah. war. So she's there, and all these people are getting shot dying. And then she meets with a man who doesn't respect women, who has, like, ears on his necklace. And she's, like, mourning her mom and, like, the fact that she loves Peter and then Elizabeth. The whole thing, I was, like,
1: so great, chaotic. great plot. Yeah. Like,
0: I wasn't, I don't typically like war stuff. But um, Mariel's wedding, just the fact that she had to have a wedding, loved.
1: So, I actually put that in my dislike category. Oh, really? I. It felt like a joke that they took too far. I kind of can't believe she got married, especially knowing that divorce is illegal. Mm-hmm. And like, Which- maybe they're setting it up so that Catherine makes divorce legal. It just. It just made me feel like I'm like, where are we going from here with you? You know what I mean? Like oh. you're married to your cousin. I think now like they're going. What?
0: I don't think she'll have a plot with him at all. Like, I think he might pop up like one or two times next season. I think now she just can stay in the house and keep sleepy with Grigor.
1: So, right. But so, okay. So
0: like, why did they have the dad next die?
1: season? They're just gonna. No, I bet you're right. I bet it'll deal with, the you divorce. know, like, I just don't know. It'll be some divorce thing.
0: I just thought it was funny. And like that shit happened. Like they married their cousins. Like all of this stuff also really brought it back to the time. Right. Cause we had kind of gotten in this like love story with Peter and Catherine, which I probably didn't exist. Um, And aside from them just like threatening to shoot and like having servants, it was very like genre bending (laughs) time bending. Mm -hmm. And so when having her marry her like eight year old cousin, I was like, oh, that's right. This is like the 1700s. So she
1: didn't get evicted. Yeah, I mean, right.
0: And just... that that was like the most asinine solution. Like, where are his parents? Like, did you have to, I thought she was going to like legally what? adopt him.
2: I know. I would have made more.
0: Um, but that. I really enjoyed him. Um, And then all of the court getting, like the the courts, the come on for the court.
2: Um,
0: yeah. That last- that last scene, really.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, that was great.
0: Do you want to go into worst or confusing, I guess?
1: Worst slash... Yeah, there's only... I only have one that I didn't like and then one confusing. Same. In addition to the...
0: I have zero that I didn't since. like, one confusing, and one,
1: like, complaint. Okay. So, um... <laughs> the bishop, who was related uh, Leo's to... Leo's Leo... I liked it first. And then at some point I was sort of just like, why are you still here? I agree. It and was then he, and then he got fired for like kind of no re- reason. Right. Like, yeah. Right. And then he was just gone. And I was like, why Maybe it was why to like threaten that?
0: Archie. Oh, because he kissed Archie kissed him.
1: Right.
0: It but wasn't necessary. Archie randomly give, kissed
1: a lot of people this I know. Season. Like, it wasn't it was necessary so to weird. give Archie that like, plot no it would have been like I and I understood the initial like this is Leo's cousin she loves like she's projecting some emotions onto him like wants him to be her advisor okay like I was on board for this like being like you know but then he just like after she made him her like consort or whatever like or whatever consultant person he just fucking vanished and then she never never had him with him Never consulted with him, and then like an episode or two later, like he gets dragged into the crocodile shit and then gets sent off.
0: Yeah, it was what? weird. I i almost feel like she what if I were to have done it, which we proved earlier in talking that like there's a reason they did it this way. But like yeah, I wish that they yeah, there's a reason we just haven't gotten to yet. We there's were, a
1: reader, there's in the writers of the writers, and we're, we're the watchers. We're <laughs> the
0: spectators. It's like people who watch the Olympics and they're like, I could do that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if he would have shown up given the letter. Catherine had her like complete meltdown done all the drugs hit herself in the face did all that stuff and then she like came on to him like when she was all horny for people um mm. we didn't even talk about just the fact that she straight up used Peter for sex for sex <laughs> so, so funny. funny when he like stopped for down several her, episodes and then honestly. she faked she like faked coming and then oh my god I was dying laughing um but so when she and then like had her come on to him and him be like I'm like a man of God, I don't do this. And then him sure. leave. Like, why did he have right. to stay so long to threaten Archie's job? I guess so that she f- had to. He had he to chop had his finger done. off, and I don't think that had to be necessary.
1: Right. It was just because then they could a have little, given Archie little too the, much, a little too long. I don't they know. could have
0: given Archie the upper hand and been like, "Now that you don't have someone, come meet God with me." And then she could have realized that,
1: like. Never. Right. It, we didn't need to use Leo's cousin as a pawn, mm-hmm. and not for that long. It just it was really weird to me. Um, and then my only like question slash complaint is like, why doesn't she have more advisors? It seems so weird that now it seemed already kind of weird that we were in season one. She's staging a coup with four people, and like they even say it right at some point. They're like this like mm-hmm. small but mighty team, but whatever and like I don't know if you remember one of those first episodes with Peter holding like being in charge of the people that were coming in to talk to oh yeah yeah there was like a dozen men in there which like seems accurate for you know one of these situations where there's advisors and I just kept expecting that to come into play in season two when she was like becoming the monarch and the two of them having to be like The two of them being Belomintov and Orlo having to be like, okay, so we now need someone who's going to advise us on transportation or on this region or whatever. Like, I don't really know how the structure of the government works, but like, like she needs more than two fucking people to help her run the government. Mm -hmm. It was, that was so weird to me. Every time we saw another scene of him in that big, huge room, just Belomintov and Orlo and like sometimes Archie, but like he was never really doing anything. And I was just like, why...
0: Well, and sometimes Mariel and this
1: team—like, why are we still just the four of you? Yeah. Well, and
0: sometimes mariel was there, and I was like, she doesn't know. No. Like, not. Like, she has no clue.
1: Absolutely not. Neither does Aunt Elizabeth, and neither, like, nor should they. It just—I was like, why? That just really irked me this season, over and over again. Yeah. No, I. That's a. That's a fair irk. Because um, then it's like it just it just made even then when we got to the end and Orlo like ran out on her, I was like, okay, so now what? Nobody is helping the Queen of Russia run Russia? Are you joking? Like Yeah. What? Like it 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 just creates plot holes for no reason at all.
0: Yeah. And I think I that we could have gotten them without getting their story. Right? Like, like we could have had them like introduced in a line, like so and so like they could have done an Aaron and resume read.
1: This is so-and-so, Absolutely. he does so-and-so.
0: This is so-and-so, he does whatever. Yes. And then just have them in the background. No, yeah, 100%. That's all I needed. Um. So my com- small complaint is I wish we would have had, like, two less scenes with the lookalike Peter to make the stabbing <laughs> yeah. more believable. I agree. Because, like, when she walked in there, I was like, obviously that's not, like, I wish there right. had just been, like, maybe it been, like, a thing a bit in the first episode of him mm-hmm. trying to sneak out, and then we never saw the- him again.
1: Right. Yeah. So that when we stabbed it, but that's a small one. We were, um, it was like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. With the, with the uh, lookalikes. Mm-hmm. We, we'd seen it too many times. Yeah, I totally so agree. It was just like when
0: he, when she walked in there, I was like, of course he, he's not going to stab Peter, but I wish there right. would have been some stakes because that uh, it was so high stakes up until that point. Oh, absolutely.
1: And, um, and- high in her head.
0: Yeah, and then oh, and then her breakdown when she was crying, I did feel that for. Her. Um, my confusion where I just like didn't know what was going on was like pretty much Orlo's entire storyline in season two. Yeah. Any plots that no he idea. drove right, like anywhere he wasn't just like a side character, agreeing, like his sexual orientation discovery, the fact that he is attracted to women, but they have to be smart because he was kind of dating the teacher. Right. And then a man who kept calling himself his uncle, but like, I don't know if is like his he blood uncle was. or like, right. if it's like a town name, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if it's like in our town, we respect our elders type of a thing. And then him getting blackmailed and they were like, this is what you do. I was like, but who are you? Like we do for right. who? Like, are you, what group are you coming from? Cause if like, we got to only see like the Swedish people in the soul train. So we didn't get to see like a ton of other communities outside of the palace and so and maybe that was the point is that catherine like had no empathy because she was like well i don't know what the fuck you're talking about so like right whatever but it just seemed like for him to risk his job and his belief in catherine which out of all of them was the greatest Mm -hmm. granted she had pushed him so far By the finale, I wasn't surprised he didn't just ask her do something, but I just wished I would have understood what was going on with him more because I did really like him a lot in season one.
1: Same. Yeah, same. He, it was so weird. You're so right. It was like, he was both more background, but also got more of his own plot separate from Catherine. Yeah and none of those plots made sense yeah it was like um, he ran
0: his own story but without the like pre and maybe in season one he gave like a resume style like this is where I'm from and like I'm the only person to re-. like I just didn't understand the threats because also that man was I in court a bit like he was I thought it
1: was there right was there more he than one appeared to Orlo like a ghost yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I know (laughs) know earlier when you were talking about the scene where Mariel was telling Catherine I felt like that was going to be like a fake thing because of the way it was shot like it was so intense there was also a random episode where they just like cut to black like a commercial break almost and I was like they've never done this for (laughs) any other I was like did my TV just break and then it popped back up I was like why does this keep hard cutting to black
1: oh my god yeah the orally stuff was weird Um, again I'm not saying that we didn't we, we just it's just weird if we more, both missed
0: it if it was there
1: it was it was weird that we only got like um we basically only got repeated blackmailings from this guy and in no way any explanation of why this man was blackmailing him and what he was going to do with the money like we mm-hmm. never did like a trip back to orlo's home no he was like you no know what
0: flashbacks. it's like in, in our town and i was like
1: I don't (laughs) I don't we haven't gone to like the Russian villages at all and like maybe we're gonna get to do that in season three but I feel like we should have just gotten some taste of it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah or
1: because you're right it just feels so because
0: then it was almost like when was it Archie when Archie exposed Orlo was it Archie that exposed Orlo for the books Maybe I think it was. um, it was almost like Vilementov knew. And so I was like, was there a conversation that they had where, like, did it who no, all knew know. that Orlo took the money? Also, how much money? I just think right. I wish we would have got more or less because it f-
1: put a weird it's taste crazy that it was so much. Story. like it 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 was mountains of gold bars, right, which means nothing to me, basically. I assumed when Orla was giving it to that guy, that it was, like, let's call it a million Mm dollars. Like, something that was, like, probably, like, half a year's worth of whatever that area, that region was going to get back from the state, right, for, like, services and shit. Like, Mm -hmm. building roads or whatever it was they talked about, right? Like, half a year's worth, maybe a year, whatever. But then... Like a, still a, like enough that it would be noticeable, but not so much that it would like take the government down. But then, when Catherine actually finds out that they're like about that he did this, she finds out because the fucking treasurer or whoever was running the money was like, we're out of money. So I was like, okay, so we was like so much more money than I realized, mm-hmm. and that was really confusing. Like, I was like, why would Orlo give so much money? that they can't go to war like what like because that seems crazy for Orlo as a person like that seems really out of character to you like be huge in his mistake risk whatever like
0: well and also what? then it's like if he's thinking because I think part of that was like how much do you trust Catherine right like if you steal this money from her then you're losing faith in her right like but then it's right. like okay so but if Peter found out he would just immediately kill you
1: kill you right. right like there would
0: be no conversation Zero game. Right. if if catherine's not the one to find out you're dead
1: right no peter would have killed everyone involved but then he didn't even get penalized because he was well, in when they were he sort of quit
0: yeah but whenever they did the like stormed the room at the at the wedding he was yeah. in the storming with velmintov right watching well, them he, all get arrested
1: like, but i would have thought he would be like, freaked out if i remember yeah correctly. but
0: then she also found Catherine her mom finds died out,
1: well yeah this all happened basically in the same episode i think it was a
0: lot of information for Catherine.
1: she finds out that Orlov stole from her she freaks out he either quits or she fires him there's some sort I of like he maybe quits yeah and like storms off gathers his paper his off of like don't leave and he storms off i didn't realize that where orla went was to war with bell and yeah i assumed he went home to so the no. place
0: where he just stole all this money yeah because he asked that so, girl to go so with when him we
1: fucking saw him in the thing the he had just front, come back i was like what yeah. yeah what are you doing here like that was really confusing and so then
0: yeah because he like begged that girl that he was sleeping the teacher the teacher to go with yeah. him and she said no or she said why aren't you asking me to go with you I don't know now. I'm gonna get confused people I don't know. I there was a conversation
1: now, about it, and I was like, where are you going? I don't know. And honestly, you're right. I can't remember why he decided to come back into the fold.
0: I'm pretty sure he did, unless I'm like totally hallucinating no, him I being think there. He did too But like if if because they were him they were handcuffed, because yes, because they were handcuffing Mariel, and I remember thinking, why aren't they handcuffing Orlo? Because he's right. also oh, right against right the
1: emperors the Empress also was a trader, basically no yeah I don't know I can't figure out his whole deal this season was definitely very bizarre wild 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 wild
0: um okay well do you want to take a quick break and then we'll do our ha- highlight stats and single best seat
2: yeah okay
0: All right, so what is your recommendation for the people this week?
1: My recommendation, which is so funny because, you know, we do prep these in advance, so I even texted you before we started recording. <laughs> I'll have to No, no, no. I I no, no. no I I, no, know I know I'm, I'm joking. i with a recommendation. However, I will by the time this airs, I might have to edit it back out if I'm wrong about this recommendation. <laughs> is the caveat, but um I my recommendation of the week is a tourism company that I used to work for called G Adventures. It's if you're going somewhere abroad and you're not really sure. I think that G Adventures has like fairly priced tours. And because it's a global company based out of Canada, but they, I know this for a fact, they only use local guides and not in like a freelancer way, they like hire them. Like you're a G Adventures guide, you're not like a free market agent that sometimes picks up G Adventures tours, no. You apply to work for them, then you are one of their guides for that season or whatever. And you get trained in the G adventures way. And um, I, that that is what I experienced as a tour guide. And so there is like enough consistency and structure to it that I think Americans prefer to have when they're traveling mm-hmm. and doing stuff like that. The company you work with, the parent company is based in Canada. They have an office in, the U S so you have a number to call if something's going wrong or if you've questions or whatever, um, which as somebody who travels a lot, like that can be a huge thing that I think gets overlooked is like, who do you call if there's a problem? Because when you're booking the trip, you don't think that there's going to be a problem. Right. Right. Um, And then it's too late and you're like, Oh fuck, like this company is out of Reykjavik. Like, I I don't understand what time zone, like, you know what I mean? Just Mm -hmm. like, it just gets a little complicated. So and I think G's tours are not super expensive. They have a variety of kinds. And I am taking one, uh, a, like, a, basically a day trip to Morocco. I-, also, I know
0: it's not, it wasn't G, but when we did the tour in um, Montreal, it really solidified, like, how much, how important it is to do a tour in a city, even if you don't think you need it.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: one, you get to go to all these places, like, actually go. Right to the touristy places within a city and then jump off whenever you want so like I think doing a having a set tour is something that people don't really think about as yeah. much with the accessibility of like cars Ubers totally all that stuff. and like but, it
1: is an added expense but it's but also doing that anyway you're going to be doing it anyway it's less stress they've already planned it out they have information for you yeah <laughs> and you know just and if they're locals the you price- can ask Great, like right. yeah. Their yeah. the guides are normally like super friendly, and um, at least you know, when I was a tour guide, we were always pretty easygoing, wanting to help. Like, it's just sort of that's mostly what service a guide industry. is, is service industry, right? Yeah, um, and you know, G does work really hard to just hire the best guides that are you know with it. and. Usually, you know, in their twenties or thirties, maybe forties, but they're about our age, and um, which sometimes was really hard to believe as the person in charge. I was like, "Wow, who put me in charge of this bus?" <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but no, it was always fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, G adventure. Anyway, really. that's my rec. Really random, but <laughs> yeah, travel, <sighs> travel.
0: Right. Now let's get back to the show. Ooh, last part. <laughs> all right so why don't you knock through your stats
1: yes my favorite episode no, sorry <laughs> my favorite character was Muriel I'm not surprised usual she's my girl um although honestly tied with Peter this season yeah my favorite episode was Wait, who's your favorite relationship oh favorite relationship is. Definitely Peter and Catherine. I know that that's great chemistry this season. What the whole show is about, but yeah, no, I know. Even though, honestly, um, Aunt Elizabeth and Catherine, their relationship got a lot stronger this season and it was Mm a close second for me. I was glad she got more screen time.
0: I had a, like a shipping, you know how when we do B plots, we can also like do shipping is included. And I realized it was just literally every pairing, like (laughs) every variation
1: of people I enjoyed on screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this season or this this cast is really cohesive. They knock the friendship out of the park. Uh-huh. My my favorite episode is the um science fair, I think.
0: hmm
1: I think that's episode seven. Was it that late?
0: I think so. Cause her mom was there. And her mom didn't come to like, I think her mom came in seven and eight was like murdered. Yes. Nine.
1: Okay. You're right. Yeah. It's the first episode <laughs> with her mom. Her mom was in two episodes. Yeah, I think she was, was in she seven and eight or six and seven, seven and eight. Cause
0: okay, six, yeah, then it was
1: yeah. episode seven. Um, yeah, I loved her mom being there. Loved the talent show or, um, uh, science fair.
0: And that really set up the, like, believability that Catherine and Peter could work in some twisted universe Mm -hmm. because of, like, him helping with the science fair and then, like, unhelping with the science fair and, like, giving, because they, like, kidnapped that man we didn't even talk about. Ice cream man. Those are all great suggestions. Okay. I'm going to (laughs) do mine. Well, you're just, like, at the end, so I'm going to flip and do mine. Before we do your single best scene. So my favorite character was Peter. My favorite relationship was Mariel and Grigor, even though obviously Catherine and Peter too, but, and honestly, platonically Grigor. And like, I liked every vari- variation of that four song, but yeah. Mariel and Grigor were the ones that I was like the most like excited when they were on screen. And, and then, oh my gosh, I choked. My favorite episode was episode six, A Simple Jape, where it was just the one where when it ended, I was like, holy shit, I have to watch the next one because Mariel shot that girl in the head.
1: Muriel shooting the, <laughs> that girl in the head was amazing. Although I didn't expect that, it. I mean- so I, I had to totally watch the next episode. <laughs> I had totally forgotten about the shaky thing. Mm-hmm. That was so sad. Yeah, yeah, that was a sad, that was a sad. One. I just like, liked the- That was maybe one of the saddest things that happened this season.
0: The earnestness of Catherine's decree and then the how quickly it fell apart.
1: And how they all pretended. really turned on her really fast.
0: Yeah. And like you saw it happening in real time. Like yeah. that's the other thing. It wasn't like we got like a few days of it being fine. And then no. it was like, I also like that Catherine believed like, oh, this is really just a joke. Like, I want you to see that they are people, yeah. right? Like she didn't think it through Mm-mm. that then they would be embarrassed and she would be embarrassed. And then giving her an apartment as a thank you. Like Catherine just kind of went about it a little too aggressive without like deconstructing some of the she like showed that she's a person and then gave it like gave her like straight i don't know that was my favorite episode though
1: yeah it was
0: um or tied with the finale i really enjoyed the the season's finale yeah
1: episode. i uh, yeah the finale was great i um
0: sometimes i feel like in the like...
1: episode where um paul goes missing i mean
0: yeah sometimes I so I feel many like good it's...
1: options to choose from
0: Sometimes I feel like it's a cheat to pick like episode nine or 10, just because that's like what the, that's like, they've been working towards.
1: They've designed it that way. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, Like they've designed it to be like finale, but so we've made it to our finale. What is your single best scene? I'm curious if we have the same one.
1: Is yours Peter not killing Catherine? No. Oh, yours is
0: Peter not killing Catherine. Yeah. All right, set it up.
1: Well, which it was earlier in the season. <laughs> it was earlier in the season. Oh, when he um, came in or, and gave her the hug. About in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there there was like, there there was like mini coups that like happened repeatedly yes. this season. This was one of them. Yeah. It was the closest they ever got. They were going to go protest. And, yeah.
0: It might've been and, in my episode, in the jape, because she was crying. It was in
1: the jape. It was in the jape. In the simple jape, yeah. The serfs was- were having the huge, like- it was, like, Peter, I he don't came think Peter and his brain trust even realized that the surf thing was happening. Like, I'm not totally sure that they knew that, well, like, I think that they did
0: happening. Because Arcadia and whatever were complaining about it. And he was oh, like, then right. she's weak. We can go.
1: Yes. Okay, Okay, they're like, ca- okay yeah. there's a revolt happening. Like, let's go in. Okay, no, no, you're right. So, and that's why she was, like, already sobbing on the floor. Yeah, and then, oh When gosh. he came in. So it, it was this, like, huge moment for Catherine because, like, she. This was her first huge failure. Can you swing? Mm-hmm. I think my earbuds are dying. <laughs> All right, 12%. guys. Okay. Another
0: another drink on the board if you had Sophie's having a headphone issue this episode.
1: Unbelievable! Unbelievable!
0: Usually, it doesn't happen at single best scene. It happens at chit chat at the top.
1: Yeah. <laughs> God, we made it so far. Um, but. It's Catherine's like big, it's her first big fail, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really important. Like, it's just an important moment for her, independent of the coup that's happening, right? (laughs) Like, Or the attempt that's happening. And so we first are already hit with this big moment where she's collapsed and she's sobbing because she has recognized that she's failed because she sent the Velomitov and Orlo out of the room and aunt elizabeth i think was in there too so she could like figure her shit out starts bawling and then that's when peter shows up to kill her and like can't which i knew that he wasn't gonna kill her obviously like we all knew right like how would the show continue (laughs) like (laughs) so we all knew he wasn't gonna kill her but like he could have and he definitely didn't need to go and hug her, right? Like that was definitely extra that I wasn't expecting. And it was this moment that they then kind of like called, not necessarily this moment that they called back to, but this concept that they called back to repeatedly of like, Peter actually did this job already. Mm -hmm. Like no, Catherine thinks nobody understands her, but Peter does. Like, he understands, and in his dumb, stupid brain, like, he doesn't really, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like their experience will, it will ever be the same. But, right. like, it's as close as she's going to get to, right. so, like, somebody understanding what it's like to be in charge of Russia. And, like, Peter, And but it, and even in this moment, it wasn't that complex, right? It was, like, this is my wife and my wife's sad, and she's had a really stressful day. Well, and um, he, like,
0: fully without sexual return, without lust oh, or yeah. any it of that stuff none of
1: that he yeah. picked
0: her over the throne like in oh, that yeah, moment he sure. could have forced her to
1: do anything. Like, do it do he anything, could have forced really, her to like abdicate, to abdicate which
0: was yeah, I think yeah. what they were that was the whole thing don't kill her abdicate she can sit on face oh, right, the throne you know what gonna, I mean yeah, like yeah. that was all yeah. the thing was to abdicate so he could have doing it but in that moment I think he you really see that he loves her which then plays into after they get Paul and they go in the kitchen and she says it back to him he's been waiting for it for episodes
1: right where yeah, he's like no, for sure
0: I think he joked he thought he was in love with her because she was like powerful and mean to him and then in that moment the audience was like oh no you actually do love her
1: like really for real yeah, like yeah you yeah. love her like yeah. how
0: you people want to be loved I mean great right not always murder he's yeah. still a bad man he's still a bad I have to keep reminding myself I'm like he did kill her mom he did kill her mom. He did kill her mom. But like, <laughs> when they did finally hook up and she finally admitted to loving it, it was like well,
1: kind was of earned, an accident.
0: But it was earned after he confronted or com- comforted her in the jape.
1: Yeah, episode. no, I I agree. And those two
0: episodes felt, or those two scenes felt like bookends. Yeah. To each other. Yeah.
1: I agree. Sorry, what did you agree? Hey, I didn't mean to interrupt your scene. whole single best scene. No, Sorry. that was perfect. No, that was great. Talk team.
0: Well, cause the, the, I love you hookup was going to be mine. And then I sat back and thought, oh no, oh, mine is the wedding toast where they fully ping pong back and forth you don't know what's going to happen she walks in the room he's holding paul because he's like she won't kill me
1: a shield as a shield yeah
0: yeah um they start talking about marriage how it's a roller coaster which you know is the callback to earlier in that season joy and grief and then he just straight out says i know i fucked your mom and you're like
1: what yeah that's what he says like i fucked everyone in this room room. yeah
0: (laughs) and so it's in the speech and then he somehow like through a twist of words kind of apologizes and proves why yeah. he did it. Like he says, like she threw herself at me and I said, no, she threw herself at me. And I said, like, I- I'm married to your daughter. How could you do this? And then like, yeah. finally I could do it. So you do kind of start to like, forg- forgive him for that. Right. Like, yeah, like you had kind of said that earlier where it was like, it- I can't believe he did it. Like, I actually can't believe he did it. I can't believe she was so forward with yeah. him because had she not like literally sat on top of him, I do think he could have resisted.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And then he like goes through and you think that she's gonna believe him. And then she's like, Nope, I have five points. Mm -hmm. You fucked my mother and says it (laughs) over and over and over again. And then he does apologize for it again. And then she starts, you start to think she believes him, and they like kiss. I don't know. It felt like watching a tennis match. Like you didn't really ever know, like who's the point was winning and who was ever, and then for it to end with her stabbing fake Peter, yeah. everybody in the court getting arrested and then it flashes back to them her sobbing him comforting her again to yeah like some random modern song about like what are we gonna do now i was like holy shit i don't want this the, season to end.
1: the modern song was it was like from june I i it from like juno dun, dun, dun,
0: dun, i thought was it was a rock
1: and roll song
0: Hold on. Let me pull it up really quick. I just watched this um, episode again. I don't know why I have, I just want to tell that we can be friends. Oh, well, what that? I don't, I think it was more rock and roll. Let me look really quick. I can pull it up. It's going to be like, this <sighs> return. whatever. I'll turn um, <laughs> I also liked watching everybody else in the court scene while they were doing that. Cause the, yeah, Nobody knew what was happening. Like no everyone, one else They knew. had those little guns. We were guns. all in it together. They had the those guns, little guns under the, the, table. the table. Yeah, I mean, I truly didn't know how mad she was. Because I really started to think that she believed him. Yeah. Okay, let's see what the song is. Also, she just acts so well.
1: Her age just blows me away. I agree. Um <gasps> oh yeah i do think this was in juno i think it was too yeah i like plucky i'm sticking with you thing yeah
0: um which just really makes me want to get to season three because like how where do we go from here like honestly where do we go from here all of his friends are arrested she doesn't have any allies as you've complained about And sorry, guys, our news: the great will be back for season three, and we'll have 10 episodes shot. (laughs) I want the show to go on
1: forever. I know, Sam. I just won my runner-up for single best scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Catherine killing the Sultan.
0: Yeah. Which I didn't see coming. (laughs) When he stabbed her in the hand, didn't see that coming. Nope. And then, yeah, Elizabeth, like shooting, didn't know Elizabeth was there.
1: Meaning there, like the whole thing, I was like, What? I was like screaming
0: when he stabbed her hand, I screamed.
1: And that man was so manic, like, he was crazy. Scary,
0: scary, scary. And also, like, that she went alone or like took, I was mad at her. Yeah, I was, like, it felt so stupid. I was like, Stop, you've never been to war. Take someone who has. Take Velnevkov, take Orlo, yeah. take
1: anyone. <laughs> You're right. It was just, but that was a great
0: scene. I mean, I'm glad that it she did it because I'm glad that Elizabeth had to defend her because then she picked Catherine. Had right, she, she let Catherine. had she let him kill her? Because that was really we talked about this a little bit earlier. But like she wrote the letter to run, which was her picking Peter, right? She's giving him mm-hmm. the head start, whatever. But she's staying with Catherine. She's on Catherine's side. And then when she doubled back and shot the Sultran and like saved the day, she essentially said like I want you alive. Like you are better to me alive. So now Catherine needs to be less mad about her covering up the murder. I mean, one more thing. (laughs) I did love how (laughs) we do need to go. I did love how Mariel found out about it, where Gregor just like accidentally said it in like a lover's quarrel. And she was like, oh no, like she left. Like I cleaned up her room and he was like, yep, that's what happened. Like I did like that accidental like (laughs) slip of the tongue and him being like, I thought you knew, like you covered up Right, you were in and, on it, and she was like, and "No, it wasn't." The fact that it like served the plot, like the grave is done. I know, like the fact that he could say he buried his mom, but buried her mom, and like Catherine knew her mom. I mean, brilliant. The
1: whole mother. I mean, story their lines. moms are buried next to each other, aren't they?
0: Yep, top to tail. Well, the on whole top st- of each other.
1: I don't know. Probably sure. on top
0: of each other because she not pushed sure. him.
1: Well, there are two know. graves, so maybe they are next to each other.
0: Yeah, um, Ugh, such a good, For such a good season. season
1: I mean, what are you hoping to see next season? um I would like if we're going to war, mm-hmm. I would like some more fucking war hot war advisors, yeah, I, I talked about wanting more advisors in general, but I would like at least a secondary person who's Velementov's shadow, who's hot See where i where I'm like a
0: little conflicted is personally as a viewer, I want. Ellen Nicholas to still act together, right? Like I want the Obviously. Peter and Catherine scenes. But I do know, like from history, she has like multiple children with multiple men. So I do think we're gonna get new Catherine love interest next season, which is kind of a bummer because I could do one more full season of her and Peter.
1: <laughs> like they're a oh, love I story do, to me.
0: I mean, I could do okay. the rest of the show. Unlimited. I just know limited. Yeah. Like history-wise, she has four kids and only one
1: with peter i mean yeah but i don't really know so maybe if they
0: stop going on history then
1: we're fine well we're already kind of
0: no i know i'm just not really
1: accurate i do think think she'll start to take a lover or something but they're not going to make us watch her be pregnant again not for a while you're right so i think maybe i think we might get one more season of the two of them or at least a half season i don't know it'll have
0: to be the back
1: half of the time jump
0: Oh, I can see maybe because a time could. jump. I can see maybe a time jump to when these people get out of there. We won't, like, we'll see, like, maybe one episode of everybody in some sort of jail, and then...
1: I mean, yeah, I guess we are going to have to figure out what goes on. Yeah, they're not going to do a time jump. Time <laughs> but
0: Unless but maybe... we do, like, one time jump that's, like, the end of their...
1: Maybe they'll do a time jump after that after the finale stuff gets resolved, and Peter and Catherine have some kind of like this is it. Like, we're not gonna like like our marriage is over, kind of a thing. And then we get some kind of like super cut of her with other men. Yeah. Like that kind of time jump. Yeah, I could see that. But I don't think they're really gonna do that. Well, it'll be
0: <sighs> I don't know. And like I saw a tweet that was like, I wonder if the writers, I mean, I'm sure they were because we've proven that they're smart, but like, how is the, how is the collective audience like forgiven Peter? Like I want him, I don't want him to be emperor. And I love that he doesn't want to be emperor, oh, but I do want him amazing. to be with Catherine. Yes. And I don't know if the way that she legitimately stabbed his double <laughs> and like, he saw the rage and the murder and all of that stuff. If her crying will make him forgive it. Like, I don't know if they can be like, it's yeah. blood under the bridge. And like, I killed your mom, but you killed me. So, like, we can co-parent Paul together. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't right. know either one of their mental... Because yeah. she might be like, she loves me so much, she killed me. So, like, we're going to be together forever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... They can really yeah. play
1: Peter's I, mental state in either my way. In perfect world, yeah, they feel like they're even, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And
1: they can just, like, be together. But I guess we'll just have
0: to say... Well, if I believe one anything... And we can't say this about most of the shows we cover, but I do think they won't... That because they have a season three, they know what they're doing. Like, cause I was nervous that season two wasn't going to be as good as season one and it was better. So because the same guy, Tony McNamara is signed on to do season three. I think it will be we're good. We're in good capable hands.
1: Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure I heard an interview with him where it was after one had come out, but before two had, or maybe two had just gotten greenlit, mm-hmm. but they hadn't started working on it. And the interviewer was, like, asking about, like, oh, like, are you going to be able to, like, do your vision now? And he was, like, what vision? Well, honestly, they keep doing your <laughs> not. like, we're taking it season by season. I don't know.
0: Then <laughs> keep doing your not vision and keep delivering like this.
1: <laughs> I know, right? And I was just, like, okay, that's one way to. I mean, that is one way to go about things. But.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, guys, we hope you liked the great as much as we did we obviously thought it was
1: that's gonna be a long episode Sorry, great everybody.
0: well I pin- I set you up to say we thought it was great but then you just oh. stared at me and Sorry. our listeners I, can't know I was I set like up.
1: Seeing how long this episode was oh yeah oh um, okay yes we hope you thought it was the great, great. okay nailed it Puzzle.
0: Huzzah. huzzah guys Huzzah, huzzah. At the, the yeah. next family function, we watched this, this last what I We watched this season one during the pan, like early pandemic stages, like as a family. And then we would do like these like game nights where my whole family, we would like drink and play cards or whatever. And my dad got so into it that, you know, he will drink his beer out of a plastic cup. And then he would just yell huzzah and throw it on the ground. Like my family fully adopted huzzah. <laughs> my dad said it like a few weeks ago at dinner. Like it was like our cheers. Like huzzah <laughs> is like in our vocabulary and in the I line household. That. I love oh. that. Huzzah, everyone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bye. Bye.